Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's pretty amazing to me. you got two governors, two of the most high-profile governors in the entire uh, country, Cuomo in New York and Gavin Newsom in California, that both looked like they're on the verge of getting booted out of their offices for a while. For very, very good reasons, both of them. And they both have come back somewhat. So, And or America's just moved on. I don't know, but they're both rotten. They're both deserving of getting booted out of office. And uh, recently announced, uh, one of the fellows going for Gavin Newsom's office is Larry Elder, the sage from South Central, longtime nationally syndicated radio host, newspaper columnist, uh, author, award-winning documentary filmmaker. Sheesh, when does he sleep? Uh, Larry Elder joins us now. Larry, how are you, sir? Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. So California is going to actually have a recall election, and what's the date of that now? Do we know that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's September 14, although the absentee ballots go out in about uh, 30 days or so. And as you guys know, 2.2 million people signed this petition. Many of them were Democrats, independents who voted for this guy two years ago and have now changed their mind. They've seen the crime. They've seen the rising homelessness. They've seen the rising cost of living. They've seen that the fact that Californians have a net migration out of the state for the first time in history, while this guy's munching away at the French laundry, violating the very mandates uh, that the medical professionals he's sitting with wrote. He has his own kids remaining in in-person private school, shutting down education for a whole year. Meanwhile, California public schools have produced a system where 
75% of black kids in this state cannot read at state levels of proficiency. 50% of all kids cannot, and they lost a whole year of education. It is absolutely outrageous what's going on. One of the many things I'm going to be champion, gentlemen, is school choice. The money ought to follow the child rather than the other way around. Amen to that. Uh, and, and speaking of school choice, the teachers' unions are going to come with their brick bats and hatchets at you and anybody who, who dares to uh, try to toss uh, Gavin out of office. What would you say to the uh, the parents of uh, California school kids about the teachers' unions and what they've been doing lately? Well, you ask yourself, why is it that if you are a public school teacher uh, in Los Angeles, for example, you are twice as likely to have your own school-age kid in private school than households that do not have a public school uh, public school teacher? Uh, it, they know the system the best, and they don't want their own kids in it. In Philadelphia, 44% of public school teachers who have school-age kids have their own kids in private schools, as opposed to 10% of families nationwide and 6% of black families nationwide. This is if you had a restaurant and you hung a sign and said, come on in, just don't eat the food. <laughs> that is an amazing stat right there. And I'm, I, I had my kid uh, in a public school in California. I wasn't crazy about the curriculum, and that was pre-critical race theory being shoved into the schools. But then I had to move into a private school because they weren't having school with the COVID. Um, I know you got uh, some, some big thoughts on the critical race theory that they're putting into the public schools. What, what, you're a black guy. How come you don't want racism taught in the schools? Uh, because of SEC requirements, I really can't tell you how I feel about critical race theory. So I'll try <laughs> you know, the number one problem facing the black community uh, is not the need for reparations, not the need for self-esteem, not the need for critical race theory. It's the absence of fathers in the home. Seventy percent of black kids enter the world without a father married to the mother. In 1965, that number was 25 wow. percent. You want to tell me America is more racist now than it was in 1965? What we've done with the welfare war on poverty uh, is to incentivize women to marry the government and to incentivize men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. And guys, forget about elder because I'm a right wing kook. Uh, how about Barack Obama? Barack Obama once said in one of his rare moments of candor, a kid Raised without a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 20 times more likely to end up in jail, 20 times more likely to end up in jail. Now, which caused the out-of-wedlock birth rate in the black community to go from 65, 25% in 1965 to 70% now? It's the welfare state that the left doesn't even want to talk about because they have to look in the mirror and say to myself, oh, my goodness, what have I done? And they cannot have that conversation. Interesting to have you talk about it today. You know, Bill Clinton uh, uh, tied working to government money back in 1996. We did away with that in this biggest package we passed a couple of months ago, and the checks are landing in people's bank accounts today where you get several hundred dollars per kid per month, whether you're working or not. Right. You remember uh, one of Bill Clinton's big things was he was going to going to reform welfare, quote, as we know it. He didn't do a damn thing until he was scared about uh, losing reelection. Uh, and his uh, and Dick Morris told him, unless you sign this bill that you twice vetoed, you're probably not going to be get uh, reelected. So he signed it. Remember, nearly half of the Congressional Black Caucus was angry. Hillary was so mad. Uh, that she stopped even talking to one of her best friends, uh, Marion Wright Elliman, who's the head of the Children's Defense Fund. But what happened? Welfare rolls declined more than 50%. A whole bunch of able-bodied people, able-bodied people got off the couch and went into the job market after, for the first time, we had time limits on welfare, and we had what we call caps 
on additional children. You could no longer have additional children and get additional money. They were called family caps. And all of a sudden, the same people that were watching television, watching Oprah, got off their butts and went out and got jobs. And now we're reversing that philosophy. What's going on here? We're incentivizing people not to work. It's one of the reasons why only half of all the jobs have been recovered in California, whereas two-thirds have been recovered outside of California, because Gavin Newsom has been basically paying people not to work. There was a study done by economists at Bank of America. I don't think these were Trumpers. And they said anybody making around $32,000 or less is better off not working right now, at least until September when the uh, when benefits are supposed to expire. This is what's going on. This is why people cannot find workers, even though uh, the, you know, we now are allowed the economy to open up again. And, never even lim- and, and Gavin Newsom uh, and some of these people have never even run a lemonade stand. I talk a lot, right. a lot about the mayor of, of L.A., Eric Garcetti. He jacked up the minimum wage after a bunch of people he invited in, brought their profit and loss statements, and told him how thin their margins were. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. He listened to all of them, got up, buttoned his coat, and said, I believe you can absorb the cost. These guys are working 60, 80 hours a week, and, Gav- and, and Eric Garcetti has never even run a lemonade stand telling business people, I, I can artificially jack up the cost of your doing business, and you can handle it, and I'm going out and going, going to have lunch. It's offensive, and I think a lot of Native Californians have had it with the crime, with the homelessness, uh, with the rising cost of living. The average price of a home in California costs 150% more than a home outside of California, and the average price of a home in California is 50% more because of the environmental wacky, wackies that are jacking up the price of housing. That's why young families are leaving for the first time uh, in our state's history, and I think I'm the guy to reverse all of that. And I want people to go to electelder.com, electelder.com, throw something in the tip jar, let's get this guy out of here. Larry Elder running for the governorship of California. I think your great challenge, Larry, is going to be getting the attention of the lazy, not-paying-attention electorate. But uh, we wish you well. Good to talk to you, Larry Elder. Thanks. Man, thanks. And thank you. Some of those statistics, which, you know, if you listen to this show and others like us, uh, you've heard before, but, um, you know, intact families, all that, all that cultural stuff. That stuff's hard to fix. It's complicated. It's a lot easier to just cry racism. Yeah, yeah. Although there are specific incentives and disincentives that the government has created, as Larry was referring to, that have caused uh, a lot of the the decay of the black family in America, the you know the dissolution of the black family. Uh, one quick uh, behind the curtains note: um, there is some concern in some quarters about having Larry on because he's our quote unquote competitor in a handful. He's of a radio sort. talk show host on other stations, Joe. Yeah, I know. Uh, the way we've always looked at it, uh, we we never think about competitors, per se. He's a really interesting guy, and I agree with him a lot, and, and Jack agrees with him a lot. She like his show better than ours, is what you're saying. And uh, we've always believed if we're interesting and entertaining, uh, we'll win, and if we're not, we'll lose. It's as simple as that. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Uh, so anyway, he's a good guy, and I hope, I hope he gets over. I've uh, long enjoyed his newspaper column. So anyway. I think the chance that uh, the uh, Gavin Newsom is recalled is relatively low. Un- I've given up on the electorate of California, as I've made clear. <laughs> we yeah. had an early dinner. People don't people don't vote on issues anymore. It's just it's just a team sport, man. It's Tribalism. just a team sport. Yeah, and uh, and you go with your team. And what was that court ruling the other day that uh, Gavin Newsom is not allowed to put a D next to his name? Did you I see that? didn't follow that. No, yeah, he's not allowed to put a D next to his name. So. But, but you know, oh, because it's a nonpartisan special election, I think. Okay, so he or doesn't. He, I don't know. That's a guess. He doesn't. Oh, he missed the deadline. Our executive producer Hanson says so. He just flat out missed the deadline, so he couldn't put a D next to his name. Well, I, he was at an early dinner. 
Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Is the electorate so stupid that they won't know he's the Democratic uh, choice? Uh, if uh, on the recall thing and wait a minute now, you've given me hope. They might not even recognize his name. They have no idea who the governor is, but the union goons do, and they'll turn out all their people. Do you know anything about black rifle coffee? I do. You do a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just I just saw an article in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they're they're hoping to be the Starbucks of the right. No, that's about as far as I read on it. Yeah, it's a bunch of uh, uh, vets and uh, military guys who have formed a co- up a company. And, Sounds cool. Yeah. All, all coffee tastes more or less the same to me. I don't, I'm not a. I'm oh, far no. from a coffee snob. Oh no! All coffee no. tastes the same to me. I can only eat that civet cat coffee. <laughs> <laughs> drink. That's you the only eat one your I drink. Coffee. Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't have any water, so I just chew it and swallow it. The civet cat coffee, which is the most expensive coffee you can get, that mm-hmm. is the cat that eats the coffee beans then. Poops, poops them out, them out. and correct, then yes. you drink because that unleashes all the delicious civety flavor. <laughs> I mean, if you've never tasted civet bowels, it, it could not be better. So it's a sick enough. The reason I bring this up is just uh, how much time do you spend thinking about um, products, companies, restaurants, stores based on their politics? I don't think about it much. Only when they shove it in my face, honestly. I don't think about it much. Like, I think if you don't eat at Chick-fil-A for political reasons, you're just, that's just stupid. They have the best chicken sandwich you can get, fast food-wise. That's a good chicken sandwich. Well, and to me, it's that rigidity that rejects the idea that anybody can see the world differently than me. They must be a bad person. But, uh, so, the company Black Rifle Coffee doubled its sales last year's leaning into the American culture war. And I'm guessing that most of it is people... Uh, sending a message by buying it rather than they just like the coffee better? I don't know. Maybe you have a more sophisticated palate than I do. No, I think, well, the coffee's very good from what I've heard. But, yeah, it's absolutely a casting a vote with people who think like me and not people who shove their contrary beliefs in my face, like Starbucks. I get my coffee at the uh, closest place to me. That's how I choose where I'm going to get my coffee. So you're supporting Marxists. Okay, fair enough, because it's more convenient. (laughs) All right, very nice. And then they ask, do you want the dark roast or the pike speak? And I say, whatever you want to get rid of. I don't care. I can't tell the difference. And then they, they give me some. Is that what you're going to say to the guards in the gulag when we go full-on Marxist? Is it? Because I bought a, a, a tall coffee at Starbucks? Uh-huh. On the tipping exactly. point? Exactly. Uh, we got to tell you about what they're teaching in some companies, particularly this Raytheon, but it's happening all across America. A lot of people are claiming this, it's a right-wing uh, witch hunt, this whole critical race theory. Okay, we've got the actual, and they're not even denying that this is what they're telling people at the corporate level in one corporation. You won't believe it when you hear it. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. Boy, we got a lot of texts about the um, the 911 lady. So, uh... Uh, the nine one one call. Richard Sherman busting into his uh, wife's house, getting violent. Yeah, maybe I'll try to seek out a non-edited version, the least edited version I can find, to see if she was actually as rude as she sounded to a woman in crisis. But um, well, she was crappy, no doubt. More important matters. I claimed that Chick Fil A has the best chicken sandwich, and um, there's there are dissenting opinions. Alex, uh, it's it's not that I boycott them for their political opinion. It's just they're a far inferior sandwich to Popeyes. Hmm. I haven't had Popeyes chicken sandwich. And I, I did. I, you just say insuperior? I did. 
Make up a word. I, uh, uh, I haven't had it, so I have no comment on that. I'll try that out. I'm, I usually go to Popeye's for the biscuits that are like butter running down your elbow. Imagine the biscuit. But the entire bun around the chicken sandwich. <laughs> okay. I'm in. I'll, I will have one of those today, guaranteed. All right. And I will report back. I expect a full page on it tomorrow. And probably a shorter line. Chick-fil-A has always got such a long line. It actually yeah. deters me from eating there more often. They're amazingly efficient at moving you through that oh, enormous line. I, I've been meaning to talk like about this. Like In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. I was there a couple of weeks ago, and you know, they're still at this time, they were still in the full COVID compliance. They didn't have their their uh, dining room open at all, so it was all drive through mm-hmm. But the, the number of people they had involved with the directing traffic, multiple lanes, this person took the order, this person uh, like checked on it to make sure, this person you paid you, and they headsets and everything. It was really quite amazing. It was like... Uh, it was like the uh, the people in the air traffic control tower at an airport running the, the Chick-fil-A. Very impressive. Um, I'll bet they pay better than some of your... Uh, Burger monarchs or oh, burger absolutely. clowns. Sure, sure. The Scottish fellow. Yeah. So Tim Sandifer tweeted this out yesterday. This is where I first became aware of it. Raytheon, that's a company that makes uh, a lot of defense stuff, right? They get it's a lot the of tax second money. largest defense contractor. They're huge. Um, but anyway, it's a big company. They tell their employees to identify everyone's race during workplace conversations. What now? Let's get this report and I'll fill in the details. Government defense contractor Raytheon rolled out its Stronger Together program last summer to get its 30,000 employees to help, quote, drive near and long-term societal change. An optional course asks employees to learn about the weaponization of whiteness, which drew the ire of Senator Tom Cotton. In a letter obtained by Fox News, Raytheon's CEO responded to the criticism. Raytheon Technologies does not teach or train our employees on critical race theory, nor do we use race to foment division. Despite misrepresentation by politically motivated agitators, there is no meaningful difference between these resources and those used by many, if not most, major employers in the U.S. Okay, interesting. So you don't teach critical race theory and you're not doing anything any differently than most companies do in the United States. Okay, well let me read just a little bit from their uh, training manual that they put out to all the employees. Pro-inclusion tip, it says. Listen to the experiences of others, especially those with marginalized identities, those groups treated as insignificant or peripheral, who often don't have an equal say in decision-making. Giving them the floor in meetings or on calls, even if that means silencing yourself to do so. You'll learn more when you listen than when you speak anyway, so it's a win-win. So they specifically say, if you're white, you shouldn't speak in meetings, because you've done enough talking over the years, you need to sit and listen. How about that? You telling me that that's something not different than that happens in most other companies? I think you're wrong, Raytheon. Another pro-inclusion tip. Someone's race or ethnicity isn't a taboo topic. Talk openly about it to appeal to people's conscious values and challenge their unconscious biases. I'm supposed to bring up somebody's race when I'm talking to them at work. Yes. How am I supposed to work that into the conversation? Um, you cannot address racial injustice in the workplace if you do not acknowledge that different experiences exist for people. But be aware that if you're talking about race, identify everyone's race, including those who are white. So I'm supposed to say, hey, Jim, you're black. I'm white. Hey, Fred, you're Hispanic. Anyway, how about those quarterly reports? I don't know how you're supposed to work that into the conversation. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Armstrong and Getty Show. They took bold, courageous action um, in line with the legacy of everyone from Frederick Douglass, who's over my right shoulder, when he fought for the right of black men to vote in America, to the legacy that includes all those women who marched down Pennsylvania Avenue for women's right to vote, to all of those folks who shed their blood on the Edmund Pettus Bridge 
to make sure that we would, in 1965, pass the Voting Rights Act. The Texas Democrats who drank beer on a private plane to D.C. are the same as the people who crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Good Lord, she's come unhinged. I wonder if John Lewis was still alive since he got beaten bloody and had to be fearing for his life on that bridge when he was a young man. Uh, He recently died, congressman. I wonder if he would have uh, been okay with her making that comparison. Ah, Let's not throw these two things together in the same basket of of bravery. She's putting him on the pedestal next to to Frederick Douglass? Good Lord. Slave who actually fought his master and escaped and became a... One of the great thinkers, writers in American history. Then got on a private jet and drank light beer on his way to a Washington photo op. <laughs> As I recall, uh, Tim Sandifer's fab- fabulous book, Frederick Douglass, Self-Made Man. Risking literally nothing. Right. Anyway. Kamala Harris is hilarious. Well, so I thought that was kind of interesting. She just said this. So today, and I've been asking, and we've been getting texts. Did you check your bank account? Because there might be a little present in there for you. Nine out of ten kids, their parents, the kids don't get the money, the parents do, but nine out of ten kids qualify for uh, this new uh, rollout of uh, Benny's. And it's, what, $500? Or $300? Per kid per month, right? Per, per kid per month. It depends on whether they're the underage of five. I don't remember the cutoff. I don't get the money, so... Um, guys, we got this text. Guys, I can make $3,000 per month on unemployment... Or four thousand at work, and now with the new five hundred dollars for my two kids, thirty five hundred dollars to not work. Are my principals costing me time with my family? It's a good question. Well, right, and and people they'll say, well, wait a minute, no, 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 no. He can make five hundred dollars more by working, so naturally he will. It's just idiotic analysis, and it happens to be in most of our major newspapers. Your time's worth something, whether it's spent with your kids or fishing or starting a side hustle or whatever. I'd still work uh, for a variety of reasons, but but plenty of people won't. And um, getting to, so we just had uh, Larry Elder on. Larry Elder, I'm sorry. Larry Elder on. Uh, he's running for governor, and he's a black guy, and he was just talking about the generational ruin that has been welfare for a lot of black families. Mm-hmm. And when you And it ends up being a generational thing generations of being on welfare because it just you get institutionalized um living off the government and, and there are incentives to continue to do so as he pointed out to women get married to the government and it happens to plenty of white there are more poor white people than there are poor black people plenty of you know read hillbilly elegy there's plenty of white people than generational welfare too but that happens and it's interesting that vice president harris commenting on the payments going out today again check your bank account you maybe got a big check today yourself yes uh that just showed up in your bank account Harris today on the payments going up. The payments may be monthly, but the impact of the child tax credit will undoubtedly be generational. So she believes that this is going to be build generational wealth in families, where we have a fair amount of proof, like concrete proof, that it creates generational dependence on the government mm-hmm. as opposed to the other way around. So, right. man, those yeah. are two completely different ways of looking at these checks going out the door today. There is virtually nothing said in politics that is sincere or honest. How about this text we just got? I just stopped at a truck stop, and they were out of hot dog buns. This is the worst thing since the Civil War. (laughs) This is the greatest crisis since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. This is Joe Biden's America. That's 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to go with that clip. We got to wear that out. Oh, that's great. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Who else got a Who else got a check in the in the bank account? Good for you. You know, if you're a taxpayer, you're getting some of your money back. Is the way you're looking at it. All right now, I'm in a bad mood because I'm reminded that my, my my wife is trying to dro- drop a little weight. I need to too, and so often, you know, she'll say, "Let's have hamburgers or hot dogs," and I'm say, "Yes," because I, I love them both, and or bratwurst or something like that. Then it'll get to be the meal time. I'll look around. There's no buns. There's no rolls of any kind. There's no bread. And man, it's, it's a dog without a bun is like a cat without a something or other. I mean, you, you gotta have the bun. Um. Uh, yeah, it's amazing how much difference that makes because I live a similar uh, lifestyle for different reasons because we're gluten-free and we just haven't come up with a good gluten-free hot dog bun or hamburger bun. I'd rather go without. But it's just the the joy I have. Hot dogs tonight. Hot dogs on the grill. On a plate with some mustard and a fork. Oh, and, mm. crap. I forgot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally different topic. Listen to this, would you? This is uh, in the Washington Post. Uh, <laughs> they have the... Uh, Tom Cotton keeps uh, spouting a debunked conspiracy theory infamous headline. The World Health Organization said it will fix several unintended errors in a joint report with China on the origins of the coronavirus crisis and will look into other possible discrepancies. Some of it's kind of technical. The WHO is changing the virus sequence IDs associated with three of the 13 early patients listed in the report and will clarify that the first family cluster was not linked to the Hunan seafood market in Wuhan after all. Nothing to do with the wet market. Just a simple typo, everybody. The WHO did not explain why a map in the annexes of the WHO China report appears to show the first case on one side of the Yangtze River, while the Wuhan government announced last year that the first patient actually lived on the other side of the river in a different district. Uh, they went on to say that they can't comment on what the Wuhan government announced last year, but yeah, there, there, uh, there are a few editing errors. Yeah, that's what they were, and that's a direct quote. But they, yeah, but they did not affect the data analysis process nor the conclusions. So, like so many others, they're going back retroactively and then tweaking a few things that have now been shown to be utterly fictional. Um, Another text we got. Just got back from vacation in Texas. We rented a house. There was an espresso machine there, or as I say, espresso machine. Uh, The owner provided Starbucks and Black Rifle Coffee Company uh, espresso beans. So they figured, yeah, if I got a liberal zero, I want to have this. You got to have two, both kinds of coffee. Depending on the politics, again, I coffee is politicized. That's really something. Great, Scott. I have no idea the politics of the little pods I use when I before I leave in the morning. I don't. I don't know because I need to hit a fiend to even to get behind a wheel. More, more people texting that they got their government uh, in the, the most. Most people seem to be surprised that the government can reach into their checking account so easily. Ah, that's a little weird. Even though you're putting money in there, just the fact that you're able to reach in there. And, do things and then get back out whenever you wanted to. It's a little scary. Well, I thought your question earlier was an absolutely fantastic one. If they can reach in to deposit money, how hard would it be to cook up a pretext where they'll reach in to take it out? In a crisis? I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. That'll be the next thing, uh, you know, coming down the line where we're, we're in some sort of financial downturn, you know, pandemic oh, or war or is. whatever it is. And we're just going to take 5% out of savings accounts. 
Bingo. You know, I don't think it'll be anything like that, because that would be blatantly unconstitutional. Um, but you know how they, they take your income tax before you ever see it. What part of the Constitution would that be? That's a quartering troops? or Article 17, subsection 3. I was afraid of that. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so uh, they take your income tax before you've ever had it, uh, which is very similar to reaching into your, your bank accounts. It'll be capital gains taxes. They will, they will just, I don't know, they'll get reports from the financial service companies or something like that, or you'll be forced to furnish them, and they will just take the money out of your checking account, your savings account. Got mine yesterday, says this texter. Amazing how efficient they are at giving away tax money but can't get unemployment out to those who need it. Yeah, lots of people who filed full unemployment uh, at the beginning of the pandemic and had to jump through all kinds of hoops. Just never happened. I don't know. Well, why. the inmates were able to get their money to the tune of, you know, $40 billion in California alone. Well, you got Maybe they're just better at paperwork. Yeah. Well, you got more time. You're not working. You don't have any kids to take care of. You got time to sit there on the computer and figure it hey, out. Hey, I just had a great idea. It's a win win. It's your local prison. They're going to hold seminars. You're going to go into the prison. The, uh, the, the prisoners are going to do seminars on dealing with government paperwork. All right, now what's important as you fill out your unemployment forms is that you list you have eight more children than you do. I mean, they get they get hip the rest of us to how you get it. Hey, one more thing, kind of apropos of nothing, while we're just two guys sitting around drinking our black rifle coffee, bitching about the government. So my son has got this one particular medicine that he has to take every week that he really, really hates, and uh, it tastes terrible. It's a medicine I had to take when I was on chemotherapy, and it's just got a smell and a taste to it that... It's called methotrexate. But anyway, he has to take it every week. You'd think they could do something about that. Well, there are. I had never heard of, until a a therapist suggested to us, I'd never heard of compounding pharmacies. I didn't know that was a thing. And they're special pharmacies, and they they, they do all kinds of stuff. They they make drugs. They mix drugs together. And one one of the things they do is they make unpalatable drugs more palatable. They make them taste good for kids. And so they can take the drugs, and they'll squish it into stump, and then they'll, like, make it into a gummy bear. Or make it something you could put in a you know a juice box or whatever. That's what hmm. they do. Uh, but so I called one yesterday. The therapist suggested, and I, I called the the compounding pharmacy and talked to a guy, and he said, "Yeah, we used to do that, but they reclassified the drug your son is on, and so I can't do it anymore." I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Well, it's just it'd be too expensive for me to do it, but this place over here might do it." So I called this place over here, and they said. Uh, yeah, we can do it, kind of, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, so I was told that they reclassified that. He said, oh, I'll tell you why. And this guy was loaded to tell me oh, what boy. was going on here. He said, he said, blame the big drug manufacturers, the big drug companies. They lobby the government, and they get these drugs classified into various classif- classifications that we can't deal with for nonsensical reasons, but it's just to avoid competition because compounding pharmacies are the fastest growing thing in America right now. Ah. And, uh, and people combining drugs on their own or deciding they want a little Eastern medicine, a little Western medicine, that sort of stuff. So we're a really fast growing industry. The big pharmacies uh, or the big pharmaceutical companies don't like that. So they lobbied the government, get these things reclassified so that we can't do it anymore. I said, Oh, it's just, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, making it hard for Ubers to co- compete against taxis with various laws. He said exactly that. Right, right. Which great, it gets to one of the great lies of American politics, and that's that if you they, they convince you that we need to grow the government to look out for the little guy, 
the idea that the bigger the government gets, the more responsive it is to the powerless is absolutely hilarious. Right. So they rescheduled this methotrexate as a chemotherapy drug only, and it's just it's too dangerous for people like you to deal with. Only only we corporate in entities can deal with this, and that way right. you keep the little guy or any competition from happening. And that's bad for everybody. We don't want any of these things. This is what Tim Sandifer bitches about all the time, and he's right. We don't want anything that stifles competition because competition makes everything better. It makes it cheaper, and it makes it better. Very frustrating. And who has the ear of the government? He who writes the biggest checks. No doubt. Wake wake up! Uh, Just one of my many complaints every single day of my life. Uh, Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I am firmly and unequivocally in the camp of of Free Britney. That's Senator Ted Cruz in the camp of Free Britney Spears, which is just funny. We got nothing on that other than it's just funny that he said that. Um, Found out yesterday, I did not know this, they have weightlifting competitions for all age groups, including 70 and above. I just want to be strong, and there's something about working out that just makes me feel so good. I have two little granddaughters I want to keep up with. Now I feel like it's very comfortable. I'm excited to do it. It just feels good. She's crazy old. Joe Biden old. She's 78 years old, and she's a power lifter. That old gal is 78. She sounds smart as a whip. I mean, really sharp. She doesn't sound like this. Like Joe Biden does. You know the thing. Yeah. Wow. wow. Joe Biden's an old 78. Yeah. Because my mom's the same age and my dad's older. And they don't talk like him. No. No. I'm telling you, he came out with Chuck Schumer yesterday to make some announcement about some bill that's going to ruin America. And and he made Chuck Schumer look like a high school boy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I, Biden's just various shades of gray. His skin is gray. His hair is gray. His eyes are gray. His suit is gray. Hey, here's a tip. Gluten-free family here. No good bun solution for brats yet, but this this doesn't have anything to do with gluten. Uh, this just sounds good no matter who you are. But for hot dogs, we use corn tortillas with melted cheese. We call them dogadillas. <laughs> <laughs> call them whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Dogadillas. That sounds fantastic. I know. I will try one of those probably tonight. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And lots of more people texting that they got their government check in their uh, bank account, including a number of people who say they got me the redistribute money check into my bank account instantly the first day they could. I still haven't gotten my tax return check yet, even though I filed months ago. Yeah. yeah. So what's the deal there? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm worn out. I'm yeah. cynical. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you be? Disappointed. Angry. Among things I want to bring to you tomorrow, uh, Matt Taibbi's remarkable and eloquent defense of Tucker Carlson. Well, I want to hear that. And he doesn't agree with Tucker on anything. Nope. Except for one notable topic. Foo Fighters were supposed to play in L.A. this weekend. I'd like to see the Foo Fighters live. They got a new song out that's so good, I meant to have Michael play it at some point today. Let's add it as bumper music. Not their, Come on now. Not their disco stuff, but they got another bring song. Bring the anyway, Foo. Uh, one of their bandmates has the COVID, so they had to cancel. Couldn't they put them off on the side in a mask or something? The rock bands have to report to the government or what? What's that all about? He's probably, or maybe the guy's sick, sick. It doesn't say he's actually sick. 
He just got the COVID. Yeah, just put him in a, an N95 and have him stand over there and play the bass or the drums or the bass drums or whatever he plays. Sure. Yeah, that's fine with me. If I'm in that band, I'm like, wait a minute. I get paid X per show. We're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to breathe any. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. And that was the moment his will to live lapsed completely and never returned. <laughs> the world has worn me down. Seriously. My man. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo presses the buttons, keeps us on the air. Michael! You know, they say they never take away government benefits because people just want to keep them. I feel the same way with donuts. They brought them yesterday, and they've taken them away, and I still want them. I I agree. That's funny. I had that weird feeling today, too. Like, things were lesser at work today because there were not in donuts. It became an entitlement in one day. Wow. That's really a pretty good insight. Uh, Producer Alex, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, you know, just we talked about Richard Sherman and the family and all that going on. I just wanted to give my best wishes to them and hope they find some peace. Uh, think the world of him. I think he's really smart and a hell of a ball player. So best of luck to him and his family. Yeah, we were wondering whether his brain is not quite working well in, in the manner of a lot of uh, football players who've had traumatic brain injury. Jack, a final thought for us? Somebody texted, you know, a hot dog without a bun is like a cat with nothing to swing it at. We were discussing where did the term you could, couldn't swing a dead cat with, so I looked it up. It originates in old-time sailing ships, where the phrase refers to a space too small to easily swing a cat o' nine tails which is a kind of whip used for physical punishment. Well, I know it. I get into a room, it's so small, I can't even whip my sailors. It ruins my whole work day. (laughs) You deserve a good whipping, Jim. Oh, ow, oh, ah, oh, hey, there's no room to whip you here. Oh, I'll perform better now that you've whipped me. (laughs) Well, the beatings will continue until morale improves. It's a classic. Mm. Thank you for that little tidbit. You bet. Super. Do you have a final thought? That was it? Well, that was it. Okay. (laughs) My final thought is this music's too damn long, and we've discussed that before, Michael. What do we got to tip you? Just a few seconds. Well, and the space is too small to to beat your employees now. (laughs) Exactly. I keep hitting my elbow. (laughs) Armstrong and Yeti wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to win so little time. Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. we got some great swag for you. The new red, white, and blue A&G logos, very popular, plus the I'm Vax, no mask t-shirts. If you want to email us, something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Talk about a different time where a phrase comes about, about the room being too small to beat your employees. <laughs> See you tomorrow. God bless America. Yeah, get out of you, b- Adios, mofo. So it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. It's kind of bogus. It's a wild animal. Joey, baby. Yes, we drank beer. I tell you what, you got a, uh, a tiger and two monkeys, you got a case of beer, you got a party. Hi-ya! <laughs> <laughs> Experts tell me all bloody hell is going to break loose. Okay. Then we'll bring this fool in. Your name's not but 3000 you yo-ho. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.